chaos is everywhere. It's Jonathan Gilchrist. I'm here to tell you about another podcast in the Chaos Family Podcast. This time we're doing Chaos and Inside. Chaos and Inside is a every other week discussion of current wrestling events. We cover mostly AEW and ROH, at least those are our deep dives. But if there's big news in the world of wrestling, whether it be WWE, AAA, New Japan, or Impact, we will cover it and we'll give you our opinion. We also do prediction shows for major pay-per-view events. So come and join us, and uh, we'll tell you all about the wonderful weird world of wrestling. See you soon, everybody. Hey, buddy. Yo. How's it going? Not too bad. You'll be uh, interested to know that I, uh, I started watching some Star Trek all on my own. Oh, my goodness. What yeah. if I corrupted you, too? All right. Where did you like disgusted. go? Discovery. <laughs> oh, right. I was curious because, uh, like, from what I can tell chronologically, it seems like it's technically supposed to be the first stuff. Yes, um, actually, technically, um, Enterprise. Does not count. No, so it does count, but Enterprise, which is is iffy, but Enterprise predates it. So the way it works is you got first contact that we've watched. But a hundred years after that is Enterprise, which is like from 2005. And then Discovery is the first thing after that, at least the oh. first. Oh. Yeah. But at I least just saw that it was before like yeah. Kirk and all that. Yep. No, it's definitely before Kirk. But I will tell you that there's a big time jump that happens. Um, at, uh, like the second season or no, like the third season it jumps forward past pretty much everything else that's ever been done in Star Trek as far as into the future. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. But that's if you odd. really, if you like it, you can then follow it with Strange New Worlds, which is like a direct sequel in the Kirk timeline to Discovery. And that still predates the original Trek. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I decided, for whatever reason, I decided to try to do it a little like like not in terms of like when the show came out, but in terms of just like chronological order, yeah. what, like in yeah, like in the universe chronological order. Yeah, so technically Enterprise would be first, but okay. it's also it's also weird. But yes, that Does would technically. Or... So, because if you ever get to it, it'll, it'll be a while. Um, it kind of retcons itself. Enterprise, the story, counts as the first thing. However, the very last episode, William Riker shows up, and you find out the whole series is just a holodeck program he has been running. Oh. So it is the history that predates Kirk and is in between First Contact and Discovery, but it technically happens during Next Generation times. Oh. Yeah. It pissed off a lot of Trek fans that they did that, but it, yeah. that's what happened. So, but it is stuff that chronologically did happen. Before. Yep, it is supposed to be like historically the first Enterprise, basically. So, which was before Discovery, right? By like a hundred years, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, because like in the very beginning of Enterprise, it's like yeah, sixty years ago we founded the the uh, Starfleet with. Cochrane, and you see like a hologram of him. He's been dead for a few decades now, but it's only been a few decades and he's gotcha. been dead. So, yeah, that's good to know. I might maybe I'll switch it up then. Maybe I'll go to Enterprise first because I don't really like I'm really more curious just to watch it like chronologically. Than anything. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, like I said, Enterprise has its detractors and it's like people that like it. Let me know what you think. If it's if the main reason people don't like, I yeah like I as long as it's like as long as the stuff that happens on it is considered legit, 
yeah, no, it definitely like happens in the timeline. It's not, it's not that sort of thing. No, like gets, like, it's also guy. like early two thousand CGI too that some yeah. people don't like, but that's just based on when it came out more yeah. or less. So, okay, maybe yeah. I'll do that then. I'm o- I'm only yeah. like I'm only just starting like episode five of Discovery. So yeah, so like if you wanted to do Discovery anyway, if you're gonna stick the chronological, you'd have to like watch Enterprise watch like the first two seasons of discovery when they jump time jump you would then go to uh strange new worlds then yeah. the original star trek and like eventually you get back to discovery after all the other star trek basically right so yeah it's a weird timeline but that's how it works okay but yeah i'm proud of you buddy i'm proud of you for sticking out just out of curiosity like we've watched a lot of star trek already what made you want to like jump into the earlier stuff? I, honestly, I can't really give you a straight answer. I'm not sure. I think a part of it was just pure boredom and not knowing what to do with my time right now. And then I think a part of it was also like just kind of like because I, I have like I have been enjoying the trek, but a part of me was also just like like this has been great and all, but I really just want to like. I don't know. I I a part of me really even I don't I think I just really want to get into I I think I wanted a better understanding of like stuff that had happened, I guess. Right. And like I don't know, for some reason it was just like, "Oh, I, wouldn't it be cool if I like just knew what they were talking about, like if something was brought up from like the past or something." Right. Yeah, that it is difficult because of the way the things shift. In fact, I'll talk about it in this episode. We're going to watch a little also, bit about some of the changes they had to make. Yeah, go ahead. Also, what the fuck did they do to the Klingons? Jesus Christ. That's, that is a whole fucking thing. Dude, that, they look so... Yeah. Why are they so, that, like, <clears throat> more, like... Yeah, I don't know if they ever gave a reason. Because, like, like I told you, the original series... The Klingons, you saw them, they look like humans. Mm-hmm. And then this predates that, but for some reason, they look completely different. And they don't give you a reason, really, in Discovery of why they did that, other than different design choices, basically. Yeah, it, I get yeah. that. It's just like... No, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's because they're too. evil. They're considered, like, the bad guys, at least through this beginning part. And I'm assuming because right. of, like, when it takes place, they're considered the main baddies for the... All of it, I would assume. Um, there for the first cup for the first season, at least. I think by the second season, it's different. I might be wrong about okay. that, but either way, so like that's the only thing I can come up with as to why they would be look. They would look more like monstrous. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they're definitely supposed to look like the bad guys. But as far yeah. as like timeline wise, there's no real in-universe reason why they went from looking like that to the way they look in the original series back to what they look like in the movies and the 90s track. I, they don't really give yeah. you that. So, okay. All right. But yeah, let's get into this episode and I'll tell you some more stuff that they've actually changed for reasons. But um, we're watching... Well, I'll do the thing, actually. We got so caught up, I forgot to do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chaos File Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there who's becoming a real Trekkie, apparently. That's Mr. Our Device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Live long and prosper. Right. And uh, good use of the lingo. Today we're watching Star Trek Voyager, which really interesting that you bring up time because this one's called Future's End, which is a time travel episode where they go to the past. So. Party. All right. And um, I've got it all pulled up. Are you ready to go? Yep. All right, let's hit play in three, two, one, play. Boy, do I love going back in time episodes. It's something that Voyager kind of gets known for. It's pretty good, though. Yeah. Ah, yes. Just a man living out his 60s dreams. Groovy, bro. Whoa. Man, I gotta get the stronger pot. Those shrooms are really doing something for me, man.
<laughs> That's how you know he's a hippie because he said far out. Yep. This is what I can only assume is Star Trek. This episode came out November 6th, 1996. Um, and I just thought of a weird thing. If you do watch Enterprise, the first thing you're pretty much going to see is a Klingon um, that looks nothing like the Discovery Klingon. It looks exactly like the Klingons from uh, Deep Space Nine. That's how I assume. Yeah, I just found that funny. That it's like, oh yeah, that's a thing that's going to happen. Yeah, I assumed it was like a newer thing. Yeah, brand new to that series. Yeah. Uh, I think more of what my what my interest would be because what came out after what was after Discovery? Discovery is like newer, so it went Discovery, um, and then Picard. I think came out in between, like they were okay. Well, like in Picard, for example, like the Klingons <laughs> are the same as before. It's not like they changed what Worf looked like. Yeah. He looks like himself, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, Discovery's the only one where they put that kind of clean on in there. Gotcha. So Whoa. weird weird continuity thing that's gonna just make you so sad. This is the last time we see Janeway with the uh, bun hairstyle. Oh really? Yeah, like she it shows up uh, occasionally when they do other things where you're seeing past Janeway, but this is the last regular appearance of it mm-hmm. is in this episode. Oh, she cuts her hair or whatever, I'm assuming. Yeah, she changes the style. Um it it's something different for the next rest of this season. And mm-hmm. I think like it said season four when she settles into what becomes her permanent style. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh my god, red alert. Rapizort. Oh, another thing I wanted to throw out there, just because I have been watching yeah. this Discovery late, the past, those four episodes or whatever. Out of those four episodes, it felt very, very, very different from the Trek that we've watched. And like, yeah. the characters didn't really feel like I don't know how to explain like they didn't feel as important Mm. they do kind of grow into themselves a little bit yeah Um, well because I don't know it's just maybe it's maybe a part of it is because I don't know what to think of them yet right I don't know I would say the main thing that I was struck by is how on Starfleet, they really are yeah. for the most part. Like Michael's, you know, mutinous, and uh, the engineers kind of doing sketchy experiments with travel and stuff. And yeah, well, that's uh, the other thing is like obviously, I don't. It's only four episodes in, so I don't really know much of anything yet. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm like seeing what they're like the little bits that I've seen that they're doing on the ship so far. I've been like. The whole time, I've, I've just been kind of seeing it for a second and be like, where did this all go? Like, what? They do explain that. They're Like, would, at the end of the second assume, season. But... Yeah, they do explain where it all goes. But, like, there's that. There's the fact that apparently, like, I don't know. I'm assuming it all gets, I'm assuming at least hopefully all, it all gets explained. But, like, mm-hmm. the fact that, uh, oh, I guess spoilers in case anyone hasn't watched it, by the way. But, um... That being said, like the whole idea that like a certain ship of a certain race has cloaking abilities, apparently. Right. Like what? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all of that technology kind of gets brushed under the carpet. I'm, I'm 
assuming, yeah, you're talking about like Earth having cloaking abilities, right? The Klingons. Oh, Klingons. Well, yeah, Klingons always had cloaking technology. Oh, that's fair, I guess. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, no, I thought you were talking about like the Discovery's like way to travel basically across the entire universe. Well, yeah, there's that too. But I was talking about because I I was misremembering in my head. I was like, I thought it was the Romulans who had like the cloaking ship, and then from there gave it to like DS9 for that one ship. You know what I mean? Romulans have it too. Yeah, the Romulans and the Klingons have it. The reason the Federation mostly doesn't have it is because of a treaty with the Klingons after the war. That's basically, why. Where okay. they said they won't develop it. Right. Right. For whatever reason, so, I was. I was like trying to figure out why they didn't have it. Yeah, so that's why. Um, okay. Also, just to sort of to say what's happening, a, a spatial nominee opened up. A ship from the 29th century came and said that Voyager's wreckage was found at the site of a massive explosion. So to save time, basically, to save the time continuum, he came back to destroy Voyager, but then it got knocked into the... Uh, vortex and they ended up back at earth Woo. but in 1996 Woo. <laughs> uh, Good year. but yeah so um yeah like the whole that whole stuff about why discovery because like another thing that they have that they have to explain why it doesn't work is they have holographic like images mm-hmm. but by the time you get to strange new worlds you have to figure out like why was that never mentioned in star yeah. trek you're, on, you're basically on Kirk's Enterprise just right before Kirk shows up and they do explain it. It's just, it's funny how they had to kind of write that stuff. Like, no, we can do all this cool shit, but we just have to like make sure there's a reason none of it exists in like five years, basically. So. One of the things that annoys me about this episode, I mean, maybe there's a reason that they do this. But there is a way to time travel that Kirk established where because they're back at Earth, they could just time travel there and go mm-hmm. back to their own time period in the correct Earth. Like once they fix the issue that's happening in this time period, they could do that. Which the issue is that they've um, detected technology that should not exist on 20th century Earth. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, oh no, because this is the second time where we get to see Tom Paris is kind of supposed to be the quote-unquote expert of 20th century history. The first time was when they found that uh, truck. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, what? uh, what? Uh. Ah, yes, 90s Los Angeles. Woo, party. Man, we'll never die. What's 9-11? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So the retcon that they had to do basically because they're in 1996 is that based on the second movie and uh, the original series, there's supposed to be a thing called the eugenics war in 1996 that uh, was like ravaging the whole planet. Yeah. Uh, And they had, and they basically made the decision like, no, we're going to go ahead and not talk about that and just say it hasn't happened. Um, I and I think accidentally later, Deep Space Nine references it happening in the 22nd century mm. instead of the 21st. Uh, that it turned out to be just a mistake by the writers, but I think <laughs> technically that's the explanation of when it happens now. Is it happens in the 22nd century. Hey, what's with that weird face tattoo? Oh, wait, it's Los Angeles. Nobody's going to notice. Yeah, no one's going to care about that. <laughs> I don't know why he chose to have a different haircut. <laughs> Says oh, the guy with the face tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on now. Tom, keep your shirt on. Like, literally. What's wrong with you? 
not well. I mean, it's better than after say, the nineties were better than better than what we've had since. I would say, yeah, exactly. For the most part, it's so warm here. Like the globe feels warmer. I don't know. Not all this pesky ozone in the way. I mean, that's where I would assume the subspace reading comes from. Yeah. Yeah, this is the the writers were like, this is where their um, chance to write really big, epic two-parters, and they do that throughout the rest of Voyager. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, somewhere on her windowsill, because this is, uh, also, I think that was from the original Star Trek, or maybe that was the Swamp Thing, but somewhere on Silverman's windowsill here is actually the um, a model of the Botany Bay, which is the ship that Khan who was the leader of the eugenics war and is the whole reason all that happens. Um, it's on, like, it's on her windowsill, even though the eugenics war hasn't happened. Hmm. So it's like, a, yeah, we're not going to talk about it, but <laughs> look nerds, we know you're going to look at everything. Man, nineties computers could do anything. They could take down, you know, ships from space with a computer virus and also detect Voyager, but not weird 90s crap or 96th century crap that's in their own backyard. So that's um, the same guy, if you didn't notice, that was the hippie, but he seems richer now and less hippie ish. Yeah, right. Why are you talking to me, Dave? Also, I need more cars for my train because as a man of power, I need trains everywhere. Babe, I told you not to call me. You know he's a rich guy in the 90s because he has a pinball machine in his office. I think that's the model right there, the on mm-hmm. the window. Oh, that's the Botany Bay. Some point in this podcast, because it's the bet one of the best Star Trek movies, if not the best, we will watch the Wrath of Khan, um, just because that good. Because there'll be seasons where we won't have anything else to bridge seasons, so I'll put that in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he basically set like set her at the observatory, gave her money to look for signs of the technology because he figured somebody yeah. would come looking for. Her. Just I never noticed this before. It's. It's weird that the map that's behind him is different than what you'd normally see. Because you'd usually see the Americas on the left and Asia and everything on the right. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it's just, uh, I don't know if it's because it's just reversed in that window. I don't know. It's just weird. Maybe. Groovy, man. Oh, there's when we're supposed to know it's the same hippie guy because he's got I mean, the same tattoo. You can already fucking tell, but... I don't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> I'm really good at this. Well, I don't... Uh, I also have sort of face blindness, but I knew it was him because I've seen the episode before. <laughs> he told you not to do that, Sarah. I don't remember what your real name is in this thing, but he told you not to. Sarah Silverman, God. Anyone up there? Uh, somebody just sent us a crappy signal. 
I don't know, like five feet. Wow, that's really close. Man, you know, like all the main characters are down on the planet. Someone's calling Harry, sir. Uh -huh. I saw a TikTok that I couldn't save and send to you, but it made me laugh. It was um, Voyager set to Gilligan Island, Gilgan's Island theme song. And um, in this parody, Harry was Gilligan. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, works, doesn't it? Yeah. Forget who else. I, well, obviously, the skipper was Janeway. Can't remember who else everybody else was, but I just loved that Harry was Gilligan. Okay, we'll send back a, you know, what's up? Who this? New number, you know, yeah. standard things. I don't want to take a bus. No one said a bus. <laughs> I don't want to take a bus. No one said a bus. Well, they better it's not Los Angeles. Us. It's Los Angeles. Nobody walks in Los Angeles. So interesting that I just, I never thought about this before. This is the third, well, technically second, but there's three different times that Star Trek uh, comes to modern day Los Angeles in like a 30 year period or 40 year period. Jesus. So like, 1986, there's one of the movies that come back in time to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, 1996 here. And then 2024, Picard has an or has a, most of a season that takes place in modern-day Los Angeles. So just all sorts of Star Trek people are all over Los Angeles is what I'm trying to tell you. Certainly what it seems like. Doesn't even count uh, Deep Space Nine showing up at, I think it was somewhere in California for that whole episode with the riots and everything. That that's technically that, that's another thing that they never mentioned because I think when Picard did twenty twenty four, the Bell riots would have already supposed to have happened from Deep Space Nine, so I think they just ignored that as same as they did for the eugenics war. Yeah, when fucking listen, now I'm just an old hobo. You're too concerned with your living and breathing. <clears throat> you wouldn't let me blow you up yeah. like good people would. So there's a fan theory just because we just watched it mm -hmm. that the Starfleet of the 29th century that like monitors the timeline and stuff actually branches off of the department that we saw in Deep Space Nine where you had those two guys coming in to report on Cisco going back in time. Yeah. So it's like that's what evolved into this guy doing this later. Hmm. Yeah. I like the idea of it. No, and yes, and maybe, and also no. Okay, everybody, let's put on our paradox hat. It's not really that complicated of a paradox, really, when you get into a lot of sci-fi. Yep, right. I go back in time to destroy you. Right, back in the 20th century, which right, is right, B. Right, right. And then C, someone in this century steals my time ship and launches it and blows up in the 29th century. Perfect. Yeah, 
So it's Voyager's fault, as you can see. I had nothing to no, do with this. Damn cat. <laughs> I do love the like. Yeah, he's just like. Yeah, no. Clearly, this is Voyager's fault. I had enough. I could not do anything else besides what I did. Yeah. Also, let's not point out that the highly trained temporal agent got outsmarted by a hippie in the fucking desert in 1966. Just, just point that out really quickly. Right, temporal matrix right, calibration. Right. Very easy. Um, have you heard of Bill Gates? I mean, for a homeless guy, he has a whole car to sleep in. That's actually not that bad. Yeah. Maybe if you, like, cut your hair and took a shower... No, they put you in a mental institution? No way. Yeah, God, he, he couldn't have explained it anymore. Does he need to write more stuff with Chuck? The hell? Are you uh, two people trying to get this old mess man to uh, have sex with you? <laughs> yeah, tell them I'm not crazy. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I like that she just starts backing up the police car like she's going to chase them by backing up. I feel like you'd be more help if you got out of the car and actually chased them on foot. Plus, she does stand-up comedy. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know. Oh, that must be your murder guy. Yep. Unlike this time coming up where you will just use your bare hands to choke the life from this lady. Yeah, no, you can use your regular gun for this, but we might need the weapon for when the future people find us. This all makes sense, right? You pay me enough that it makes sense, sir. That's that is very clear. Did they explain where they got the truck, or did they right? just steal a truck? No, they, he just said it's stolen. Oh, all right, that's fine. 
borrow no that's not how borrowing works uh okay oh uh, maybe they went to like a dealership and said they were doing a test drive mm -hmm. i feel like that like i i've never done a test drive but doesn't like the salesman go with you usually not always though like i when i test drove my car uh i he didn't come with me i just took the test drive and then came back I like to go into people's offices without knocking and then just touch all their stuff. Me too. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, I like to sit down, put my feet up, eat their food. What I am trying to say is, I've never liked you. Yeah, no. We're basically the odd couple, and I don't know why Jamie put us together, except yeah. for to annoy me. Why, like, somebody should be watching the door because she's going to show up, and then. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Good thing it's not Kirk, or he definitely has to sleep with Sarah. That's how that works. Yep. There's only like a 70% chance that'll happen with Tom. What soda machine? I didn't see a soda machine. <laughs> oh. I do love those jokes in Star Trek, but they're very cringy. Mm-hmm. Double dumbass on you there, Tom. Guy name is Rain. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, this is my friend Chewbacca, and you just made fun of my name? What the fuck is wrong with you? Also, your body looks horrible. I've been past Saturn like a bunch of times. What the fuck are you talking Tom, about? Jesus. I use the, because it becomes a bigger thing with his character later. I think that might be the first time he mentions that he likes these older movies. Um, there's like whole arcs where he has a holodeck program that's basically based on cheesy 50s sci-fi. Hmm. Wait, before you go. Oops, my pants fell down. <laughs> that always happens in TV shows. No no woman's ever looked at me like that when I uh, raid in the bedroom. Which is a sad truth about my life. But I'm also not uh, handsome enough to be on television, so that might be part of it. Ha uh ha. -huh. Tom Paris just said your JJ is not good enough for him. I mean, he's got a whole thing going on. Yep. It's fine. There's twins up in the spaceship and such. I love 90s hackers that like, um, like the idea of computers in 90s TV and movies is the, that she somehow programmed a weird like error message with a skull and crossbones just in case her machine ever crashes because that's something someone would do it's like uh um in jurassic park when uh what's his name newman has the little hymn saying uh, uh how'd she catch up to them so fast they weren't walking quickly enough it's my penis hey look a gun well, that, that truck's not going back to the... 
feel like you could have used the regular gun. There was no reason to. Yeah, like what? Like he said, you could use the phaser. He didn't say, like, first thing you should do is make a truck disintegrate. Yeah, I. What? By the way, I think Tuvok got hip checked by the van door there. That's fine. I found this show called One Life to Live. It's fucking amazing. So this is a, a spoiler, but I think I've already kind of applied this to you. Um, this is the only time that Neelix and Kess make it to the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. Yeah. I won't tell you how, because that's obviously a much bigger spoiler, but this is it. Right? Jessica, like... That was the biggest thing in 1996. I wonder if, like, the archives have the other episodes so that we can watch these when we get back into our time. Yeah, I'm sure they saved all of our, all the soap operas. Also, I hate soap operas. Hey, there was a period when I watched them, like, when I was younger. Dude, soap operas were always the same. It was always just, at least to me, they were always the same thing. It was always just like, uh, this man impregnated me, but you, I still love you. We can still be together, right? But you're the son's father's mother's cousin's uncle. Right, but you're the uncle's cousin's cousin's father's mother's mother's cousin's uncle. You have to admit, there's uh, some similarity with wrestling storylines. No, no, I think no. that. No, I no, think Dr. No. King impregnating Lita and then no, no, picking no. the baby. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you're right. Hey, um, I, I just forgot who's King's father? I don't remember. I don't know either. I don't know. That's Probably nobody the of importance in any yeah. way. No, that's besides the point. Oh, but no, I get your point. Like, I don't, I don't even remember exactly how I got into them. I think it really was a storyline thing where something was happening. I think on specifically One Life to Live, which is why I said it, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I'm going to see how this turns out. And I remember watching it for a while, but then I stopped. But yeah, because it's got that weird map on it. That's why you can scan past that wall. Also, yes, they have advanced technology, but it's still, you have to sneak into a highly secure building. I don't know how the advanced technology would help. Or, here's a thought, because your tricorder is like a million times more advanced, just download all of his information and get the fuck out of that office. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, do you remember the part where the truck disappeared because a guy that's not them tried to shoot at you guys? Fine, tell the truth, Tuvok. By the way, no one's going to notice a I'm girl I'm lifting yelling. my shirt. <laughs> no, not even that. No one's going to notice that in L.A. Yeah, it's fair. Like, I feel like that just happens if there's a bachelor party, a bachelorette party going on. Yeah, it's like every night. Um, 
Yeah, five whole years ago. It's called the birth defect, and I'll take you not to stare. Um, I also missed a, just a weird uh, moment earlier when they were in the office. I think Tuvok called uh, uh, Paris Tom, and that's like the only time in the entire series that he calls him by his first name. Yep, that's definitely technology from a time ship. Yep. So basically the the real bum 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 of like time stuff, the whole computer revolution of yeah. the 80s into the 90s was caused by this time ship. Which is why I call them Bill Gates, because yeah. Honestly, that's actually very impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that's a, a common, like, conspiracy theory, but to actually be able to reverse engineer anything off of a, anything that advanced would be really impressive for a random hippie in the middle of the goddamn desert. Well, what I was going to bring up is, like, when you listen to the guy talk, like, he talked about all this stuff, like, he really knows about it, which is really impressive mm -hmm. considering he had to, like, learn all about it on his own. And it was stuff he had yeah. no idea what it even remotely was. He must have, like, figured out how to get the ship to tell him, because, like, the computers are always very helpful in Star Trek. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. But also, they never really explain how he got the time ship away from Braxton, either. Maybe he, like, right, he, like, he made Braxton think he was going to help him. Yeah. And then, like, betrayed him at the right moment. That's why that weird world map looks so weird. Yeah. Yep, that's time ship. Oh my god. Or, or it's Batman's uh, flyer, one of the two. Bum bum bum. Do you? I knew you'd come. Mr. What's-his-name here has a phaser, so. Mr. Starling, can I call you Dick? Right, right. So he, clearly he's going to listen to them because he knows they're from the future and he's going to be like, oh yeah, no, I've already made enough money. Might as well just take the time ship. I'm good. And everybody goes home happy. Part two is a big luau where yeah. they celebrate being back on Earth before they go back to the Delta Squadron. By the way, again, this is just 90s writers not really understanding computers, I think. Yeah. They, like, the computing speed of Voyager should have just instantly gotten that information. Like, oh, it would be absolutely. downloading, like, like, nothing to them. Yeah. Not that I, not that 1996 little Jonathan Gilchrist would have noticed the difference. I just, now that we know computers because they're part of our lives, it's like, <laughs> that's not how that would work at all. And then beam down the bomb. What? Huh? You've been working on a bomb, right? No, I've not been working on a bomb. What the fuck are you talking about? I 
thought I, I thought I asked you to make a bomb. Harry, whenever you get to be in charge, which is very rare, you ask for the weirdest shit. Oh, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, this. <laughs> I saw this interview with the guy that plays Harry, and he said the funniest fucking thing. Um, so I've known, I've told you before that Harry never gets promoted, even though the show goes on for seven years. Uh, somebody asked him, like, what would Harry Kim be doing now? And um, he said, well, Harry is going to open a bar right next to Starfleet. And anybody over the rank of Ensign gets, like, charged double. Because Harry is vindictive. Oh, Harry Wang. Oh, it's Kim. No, it's not. It's Wang. By the way, that's the, the last time you're ever going to get to sit in my chair. Someone fetch me the Febreze. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got a keyboard and a Macintosh Pro. I can definitely outdo Voyager's computer. I think technically he's supposed to be using the Time Ships computer. So that's how it's not an Independence Day situation with, you know, the, the MacBook making a virus. Yeah. Although there is a, just as a random aside, there is a deleted scene in Independence Day that explains how they're able to use a modern computer to um, actually put up the virus and it kind of like closes that plot hole. Hmm. It has to do with uh, the original signal or something that they sent in order to set everything up allowed them a backdoor into the alien ship or something. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it does like do enough for the job where it's like, yeah, no, that would have stopped all of this bitching for 20 something years or 30 years, whatever it's been. Hmm. Yeah. You're only from the 24th century. <laughs> fuck is wrong with you not now oh my ha <laughs> huh? Tom got arrested. What? I thought it was okay to drink and drive. Why do they sell liquor if I can't drive? You had to fly over the Dodgers game, didn't you, Harry? Right. That could be anything. It's a bird. All right, and there we go. To be continued. Right. Bum, bum, bum. So the doctor is kidnapped. Um, Voyager has shown themselves to the entire country, and uh, or at least people that watch the Dodgers. So maybe not that many people. Yeah. So yeah. When we In come back 90s, to Voyager, not that many. Yeah. When we come back to uh, Voyager, it'll be the second part, Futures End Part Two, and um, yeah. So what did you think of the first part? I mean, how should I explain it? It was fine. Hmm. Um, some of it, like, I don't know. Like, I get that technically the technology he's working with is a lot more advanced than theirs. Yeah. But he's also from, like, the fucking 1960s. Right. Right, it's just hard for me to believe that a hippie in the 60s can use this technology to a degree where and it's like I get I get that it's like he's had it for like 30 years, I guess. Yeah. Even though his that, age looks nothing no different. Yeah, no, that is weird. Like he doesn't look like he aged at all and it's been like 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, 
Like, I just don't think that all that time and everything, I, I just, I can't see, even though he has more technology, the technically the better technology, I can't see how he can utilize it to a degree to where he can like outsmart or like right. outdo an entire like Starfleet crew and Starfleet yeah. crew. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I get that. It definitely that's the suspension of disbelief. You, I think that's part of the reason that they gave it that thirty year bumper. Yeah. So yeah. that you like that's that's the explanation that you have to give yourself. Right. Because so, like realistically, like if it was like a ten year gap, for example, it would like literally be oh no no no, that's literally impossible. He barely figured out how to turn on the windshield wipers after exactly. ten years. Like, yeah. No, I get that. But um, yeah, as far as like overall, I understand that part, but I do like this and it is the beginning of whenever they do do a two-parter, they uh, they usually turn out to be pretty ec- epic. Yeah. I think the next one is like one of my favorites, um, which is uh, we'll get to like in the season or two. Yeah. But I anyway. mean, I guess what else I would say is like, I can't really draw a real conclusion on the episode until I see the second part. Yeah. Once I see the second part, then I'll be able to give like the full thought. Gotcha. Well, we'll definitely uh, get to that. So um, let's see. What else did I have to do? Um, next, so this Wednesday will be Chaos of Ringside. Yep. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, oh. Hell froze over. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've actually seen people... Really sorry, really quick. Did you hear his yeah. his his opening promo on Raw? Yeah, he's home now. He's like, home. Yeah. Dude, what a oh Jesus. Like I get it. But at the same time, like You know, <sighs> like it's also Darvis. You know that promo was scripted as shit. Like Yeah. They're not obviously. they're not gonna give him a live mic and let him not follow the promo. Yeah, no. So so yeah, no, they wanted him to say that. He also shit, has so the I'm... NDA, so obviously he can't like. Right. So I get no, it. We'll just like the fact that he just walked in there and is trying to pretend like, oh, oh God, I missed, I missed this company. Oh, missed it so much. Missed it so Man. much. AEW treated me so bad by giving me my own TV show and no. you know basically bending over backwards, suck my dick, but they didn't fondle the balls. They you have to fondle the balls. <laughs> There's one thing. There's one thing Hunter knows how to do. It's really cradle the balls, gargle the gravy. Indeed. Uh, to do a traffic thunder callback. By the way, AJ says hi. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yep, that's um. That we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll also talk about all the um, AEW stuff. Yep. One thing that I'm excited about is i've actually seen people finally talking about adam cole as a possibility for the devil maybe um yeah and one of them even pointed out something i didn't even notice oh yeah which i think will be cool is like if you go back and watch the promo that they did with adam cole in the rain with mjf yeah if you look right before the screen went black and they went to the devil stuff you can see adam cole put his hand in his pocket like he's touching his phone to activate the video that's about to play of the devil. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I hope that as everything still points to that being right. Yeah. Uh, there's other options out there, but I'm hoping that this is just more stuff adding up to something really cool. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. We'll break all that down. And then um, I don't know what the fuck we're doing for chaos is everywhere the week after that. So we'll figure it out. Uh, I will say last week, did end up being me and DJ Madman uh, watching June 21st episode of Raw as a uh, listener request. Weep. So that means for the first time I think ever, we have a bank episode with you uh, in the bank. So at some I point, mean, we'll brag, but I'm quite the bank. You're pretty good at being in the bank. Not oh. going to lie. So yeah, hope everybody has a good week and uh, uh, we'll see you Wednesday. Do-sharp.